while you'll never manifest stuff you want, ever. The most common complaint I hear from clients is that they feel stuck and unable to manifest the stuff they want. I've explained that getting what they want exists and is possible, they just have to experience the experiences to manifest stuff. That's when the walls come up and the resistance happens. They'll say, I want X, but I don't want to do that. And the most obvious conclusion to that attitude is that they'll never get what they want, ever. And yes, no matter how hard they try to manifest stuff through willpower. Why the ultra-spiritual and the hard worker never manifest stuff, ever. So many self-help gurus live in poverty. I know them. They're coaches, healers, preachers, spiritual subject matter experts who live in actual poverty, barely able to scrape by on client or companies who often drain and annoy them. There are many hard workers out there who bust their buns all day long and hardly manage to pay down student loan debt, mortgages, and cover their basic costs of living. Thus, from these examples derived from the spectrum of belief, we can conclude that neither the ultra-spiritual nor the grounded realist have demonstrated they can manifest stuff better than the other. We can logically conclude that this is not how we get stuff in life. The main reason why you'll never manifest stuff, ever. Think about something you want to bring into your life. Anything. For example, a Malibu beach house, a diamond ring, a sports car, whatever. It already exists in reality, so why don't you go out right now and buy one? What stops you from manifesting is not, quote, reality, end quote. You may say, with what money? And get angry at my question. Your actions depend on external circumstances. Your actions depend on the emotions you can't control that respond to those external circumstances. And principally, your actions depend on your thoughts derived from the two. I don't have any money, you'll say. Then you'll feel angry or hopeless. Then you'll say to yourself, manifesting stuff will never happen for me. And so you experience ad infinitum the vicious cycle of self-doubt, criticism, and indecision. How you actually manifest stuff. Think about something you've made real. It could be, for example, buying your first home, a sweet pair of shoes, or a nice bouquet of flowers. What motivated you? What drove you? Was it the process of buying it? Probably not. Was it, quote, earning it, end quote? Doubtful. What motivated you was visualizing the task done and the state of enjoying it. The feeling of renovating and decorating your first home. The compliments you receive from wearing the shoes or maybe how great they make your back feel. The delight on someone's face when you may receive a gorgeous bouquet of flowers or the floral perfume wafting throughout your home. We are not driven by stuff. Humans are not driven by the pursuit of stuff because the pursuit naturally implies always being on a never-ending chase. No. What we are driven by is the heart's desire fulfilled, that feeling of accomplishment after the experience has been made a reality, the feeling of possession, the feeling of happiness of knowing that we always get what we want. Ooh, that's where the resistance sets in. Many struggle to feel these emotive states, 
and, as a result, never get to experience their heart's desire fulfilled. Manufacturing experiences within the realm of imagination and emotive function first is what sets into motion the reality-shifting functions of the world around us. Thinking about stuff will never bring it to you. You can think about $20,000 all the live long day. You can think about how much credit card debt you have. It won't change anything. Why? We manifest experiences and are motivated instinctively to take the first steps. A baby is not motivated to walk for the sake of walking. Now, babies don't consciously think, I'll try walking today. Let's see how this first step goes before I decide if this whole walking thing is worth it. No, the baby wants to get closer to and get to that which their heart desires at the other end of that walk. In other words, a baby instinctively knows how to go places. And so do you. The mechanisms and bodily functions are naturally born into you to achieve any experience your heart desires to create. Emotion and motive come from the same Latin roots. Move. Your emotions excite you to act. Your motive is your reason for doing something. Therefore, your reasons and emotions conspire together to lift you up to manifest what you want. We don't create stuff out of thin air. We bring stuff to us through the motivation generated within us as a direct consequence of generating the emotive experience achieved in the imagination with that experience having already been fulfilled. You manifest stuff as a byproduct of creating stories. In summary, every experience is manufactured on the stage of the mind before it is ever acted on the stage of life. Shakespeare said in his play, As You Like It, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. The script is already written before the play begins. That's why coaches have playbooks designed to achieve the outcome of winning. They don't tell their players, just go out there and figure it out and decide whether or not you want to win while you're on the field while your opponent is pummeling you. The props, e.g. the stuff you want, comes into your life the moment you decide the role you want to play and the experiences you want to enact. You'll never manifest stuff you want if you keep telling the same old stories. Unfortunately, we get our experiences from the past most of the time. And we are doomed to replay past experiences in the theater of our minds until they repeat themselves in our reality. We ask ourselves, why do I keep getting dumped? Why do I get passed over for promotions again and again? Why do I keep getting sick? Why? Because you keep playing the same role and same scenes over and over again in your mind. And ultimately, to the point these past ex tragic experiences become your life story, and finally, your identity. Guess what? You are not just the actor in your life story, you are the writer and the director. Use your imagination to tell a new story, to play a new perceived role, and create new experiences. Those who do not learn history are doomed to repeat it, said George Santayana. Tell a new story by constructing new experiences in your imagination and see 
how all the stuff finds its way into your life. Think about the stories you keep telling yourself. What beliefs are extracted from the repetitive circumstances and emotions you keep experiencing? Have you ever flipped the script? Let me know in the comments. Want to change how you feel about money? Want to rewrite that script but don't know how? Need a step-by-step -step guide on creating the experiences you really want? Read a free sample and purchase a copy of my best-selling book, The Money Formula, Change Your Relationship to Money in 7 Steps and in 15 Minutes or Less on Amazon, Audible, and everywhere books are sold.